0: Hi, I'm Kerry. I'm uh, a retired financial advisor. I got into YouTube about a year ago and I want to share my knowledge with uh, you so that you can become a better investor. Um, we formed a tribe and that is a group of people with a common interest to understand the stock market and and make good investment decisions, number two, to keep more of what we make because we understand the tax code, and number three, to set a goal to create family wealth. My personal goal, I encourage my tribe to have the same goal, and that is to pass $24 million on to our heirs. That's what the United States government will allow us to pass on the state tax-free, so why don't we do it? It's all available. So in order to do that, though, I don't think we can just be a player in the stock market and basically accept the S&P return, and that is an average of about 8% per year. Certainly, that's better than the uh, the bank will give you in a CD, but is, it isn't going to get you to $24 million. So we got to play the game a little bit differently. Um, and so let's talk about how it works. Basically, I believe the way to make big money in the stock market is to get in front of change. As an example, uh, NEO, um, Tesla, Plug Power, Zoom, Peloton, all benefited from change. The first three, the change, was the movement away from internal combustion cars to uh, electric vehicles. And Zoom and Peloton benefited from the change in the way we live on a day-to-day basis because of the coronavirus. Well, I believe there is another element of change that nobody's really recognized that is going to give you and I some wonderful investment opportunities in the future. So that's what I want to talk about today, how the change produces gains and where the next gains opportunities are going to be. So stick with me. Let me put my thoughts together and we'll get at this. Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I did an interview, I guess it was two months ago, with Jim Rogers. Jim Rogers is a A noted uh, investor who made millions. He now lives in Singapore. And he made a statement to me in that interview that the key to making big money is to find undervalued assets before the market recognizes they're undervalued and, and come to own them. And then, as the market understands and gains recognition of their increased value, you get exponential gains. Well, I think that's happening. And I think the virus is going to uh, initiate some of that change. I've been beating the drum for biotech for some time now. And I think that is the big change opportunity uh, of 2021. But I think there are other change opportunities that that people aren't basically understanding. And it's going to be Uh, the stimulus of the market, not only in 2021, we'll start to see it in 2021, but it's going to carry into 2022 and 2023. And what is that next change? And that is going to be kind of built upon the fact that over the last 30 years, we have basically built a supply chain and by supply chain i mean where we get our products and services from and the number one driving force of determining where that that supply chain was going to be was lowest cost well as that became our driving force we moved all our manufacturing to the lowest cost. And that ended up in China and the Far East. So we basically lived comfortably knowing that we could buy anything and everything at Walmart or at Amazon at the lowest possible price. Now, we had some problems with it in that we saw that uh, yeah, we got the lowest price, but we were a little iffy about child labor, uh, the pollution of the world, um, stealing of intellectual property. But we kind of lived with it because it's the lowest price pack. Uh, we it never cost it. It never was this cheap before when we made when we made them here. So the other side of that was though. We lost our manufacturing now we have we have manufacturing facilities sitting across this country, particularly in the northeast, empty and all that work went to China. Well, we probably would have lived with it if it hadn't been for the coronavirus because do you remember back in April when there was this Mad dash to try to find uh, the PPE, um, the the, the mask, the gloves, the the hospital gowns, the 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 shields. They we didn't have them. They were nowhere to be found except in China, and the Far East. But the Far East wasn't wasn't shipping. They weren't sending them to us because they needed them for themselves. And we kind of woke up to the realization. That wow, we're at their mercy we're at it what if we got into a war we, we we could get nothing, we would have nothing. What if there was a pandemic? Well, there was a pandemic, and we could get nothing and then and then I remember reading something that eighty percent of all the antibodies and a, a comparable percentage of many of the ph- essence of pharmaceuticals were made in China. What would that mean? What did it mean? It meant that we were hoarding toilet paper. We were hoarding uh, uh, PPE masks and rubber gloves. We had didn't have ventilators. We put our Ford and General Motors to work making ventilators. We woke up that we our national security was at jeopardy because of supply chain. Yeah, in boardrooms around this country right now, decisions are going to be made. How are we going to correct this? How are we going to bring the supply chain back to the United States? Well, a group called uh, the Boston Consulting Group did a study, and they said, what are the ramifications of bringing production back, manufacturing back to the United States? And they basically said that on a dollar-for-dollar basis, it costs 95 cents to make products in China. We could do the same thing in the United States for a dollar, so there's a five percent difference that we gain our national security, we gain jobs, we gain control of the lives of the people in our country if we're willing to pay that extra five percent. I'm raising my hand right now and say I'm willing. I'll pay the extra five percent. If my t- if my running shoes cost me a hundred and $50, I'll pay another $750 in order to get the manufacturing back in our country. Well, I don't think I'm alone on that. I think what I'm telling you here is I'm predicting there is going to be a rebirth of American manufacturing. I'm predicting it. And I'm telling you, you need to be prepared for it because it's going to present a phenomenal investment opportunity. Because think about that: we're than to move. We have. This. Do you remember a couple of months ago when Coca-Cola announced they were stopping making tab? You know, the, the diet drink tab, I think it was born in the 70s, and they said, no, we're not going to make it anymore. Why'd they do that? Why did they do that? Because there was a shortage of an aluminum, and they needed those tab cans to put Coca-Cola and Sprite in. That, that's the truth. And we woke up, Coca-Cola woke up and said, we don't even have control of our own product. We got the best-selling soft selling soft drinks in the world, but we don't control it because we don't control the supply of the, the, the aluminum. That's where we are, and we got to correct it. So where are the investment opportunities? Well, as that manufacturing comes back to the United States, Yes, there will be some rebirth in some of those buildings that are sitting empty as they are retooled to make manufacturing facilities in the United States. But that's not where you want to be. You want to find the people who are the leaders in robotics. That's right. There's a study being done right now that a a robot, uh, it took the robot arm 22 seconds to determine what pressure and how to pick up this cup without damaging it. Well, there's a study being done that they have now brought that down to 880 milliseconds for that robot arm to make that decision. That's going to change the world you live in. That's going to change the manufacturing facilities of the world. Robotics. Is on our watch list. 3D printing. We lived in a world now in the past where we created things. What they called sub- subtractive manufacturing. We got a big piece of metal. We cut it in pieces. We uh, we uh, molded it and formed it, and then put it into making something. There's a lot of waste. There's a lot of unproductive elements and costs there. The new is additive manufacturing, and that is we we mold something through 3D printing, and then we add on it, and we add on it, and we add on it. There is a company right now that is going to 3D print a rocket, that's right, a rocket, to shoot to the, the space station, and they'll be able to print to 3D print that rocket in 60 days. It used to take it takes a year to use the subtractive method of cutting metal of molding steel and that's a thing of the past. 3D printing. We got to be looking for 3D printing artificial intelligence, and machine learning. These are going to be the elements that are going to go into the equipment of 3D printing and robotics to make them even work better. So that's where we have to find our next investments for 2021 and beyond. And then real estate. If they, We are not going to build our manufacturing as we have today and that is centralized that everything is at a hub and everything is manufactured at this close hub because if there is a virus in that hub as there was everything shuts down so as we build out our manufacturing facilities in the united states they will be decentralized So that if, in fact, something happens, like a hurricane, a tornado, a forest fire, a pandemic, we aren't shut down. Supply chain, remember that word. I don't remember ever hearing about it prior to 2020. The supply chain has to be rebuilt and it's going to be built in the United States. And the opportunities are going to be in robotics, 3D printing, artificial intelligence, machine learning, and real estate. And that's what we as investors have to focus on. Who are going to be the facilitators of this? rebirth of American manufacturing. We already know. Well, we don't know exactly who the biotech are. We know who who some of the electric vehicle are, but this is the next opportunity. So how do you play in the game? How Do you do you do all your own research or do you depend on um, uh, ARC investments to do your research or do you work with a team, a tribe, a group of people have a common interest. And that's, we call ourself, our tribe, Best of Us Investors. And we meet at our Discord. And at our Discord, we talk about things like this. I have just done a six-page blog where I've explained in more detail what I just told you in this video. I will post that on my Discord. It will be in my insights of, and that's what I do. When I do research, when I find something that I think, wow, that's something I hadn't thought of. I need to dig into that deeper. I dig it, and then I put it on my Discord in my insights. I also share there my portfolio. So if you think I got some kind of clue as to what's going on, you can see what I'm buying. Yesterday, I bought I I sold some things and I bought some things. I notified my tribe exactly what I bought and how much of what I bought. And that's giving them an advantage if they believe that I have a clue about what I'm doing. So, but the other side of it, there's 7,000 people at that Discord sharing their ideas, asking questions. Have you looked into this? Here, there's an article that I found on this company. What do you think of it? Well, I found this article. This is what I think of it. Why are, why are my biotech stocks going down today, the last two days? And we, we provide answers to why that might be. And why is this one up 60% today and it was up 50% yesterday? And we discuss that and we talk about it and we give our opinions. 7,000 opinions are a hell of a lot better than one. Okay, that's what the discourse is about. If you want to become a part of this, you go to bestofusinvestors.com. You give me your name and your address. And as a result of that, I'll send you probably once a week a, a letter telling you about what I'm working on. Also, then it'll be in there will be a link to the Discord and how you can enter and what the various benefits are and what the charges are affiliated with it. And you make your decision. If you think we can help you make more money, great. If you don't, that's okay. You're not going to hurt my feelings. I trust me. So that's what Best of Us Investors is all about. This is the kind of video that I like to do. I don't like to talk about the past and I don't like to talk about charts and graphs. I like to look into the future and say, what's gonna happen tomorrow? And how can I benefit from it? How can I add that to my accumulation of $24 million over the next 10 years? How can I do that? Who can help me? My tribe can help me. And that's what best of us investors is all about. Come join us if you like. If you don't, stay where you're at.